What's up, Sitters? This is Bradford Douglas, along with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And Chris Martinez. What's happening, man? With producer Rolf, and we are Front Porch Sitting. What's up, guys? Hey, Brad. What's up, Bradford? How's it, how's it going, buddy? It's going really well. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I see you. Uh, you're here. I'm here. Hey, two <laughs> cheers for Brad. Yes, yeah. sir. I have yeah. a license. Oh, oh, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Look at this guy. Okay. Top rope. Macho <laughs> 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 man, Randy Savage, yeah. 12 seconds into the show. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jake, Jake's in the chat. Who's that in the white hat? You're not sure. Uh, they hired a, a, a sit-in, I guess, this week. I'm <laughs> sitting next to a stranger here. You have the white hat on, Brad. That's you. <laughs> wow. Looks, I think it's tan. But How you been this last month? I'm good, man. How are y'all? I, I, I miss you guys. I miss this. We miss you. I'm uh, I'm a little disappointed that you haven't been in the chat in three weeks after you said I'm going to be in the chat. It kind of yeah. hurt my feelings a little bit, but... Man, I go to bed so early. Okay. I do. I'm not, I'm not here for that. Yeah. I'm not here excuses for your excuses. are like um, certain things. Everybody's got one. They all stink. So, Well, hey, everyone. Glad to be back. Uh, big interview tonight. Huge. Like just walking in on like the cool stuff you're talking about, like Gator baseball, that has me pumped for the interview. It was really, really cool just catching the tail end of y'all's conversation. So that's very exciting. We're also going to talk some UF recruitment, but before we get to any of that, let's talk about the premier gun store in the South, JW Weaponry. They are always loaded, and John is just a really friendly guy. You should go see him. Joe, you want to give him the number? Yeah, three eight six two four three eight five eight seven three eight six two four three. Eight five eight seven. I was ready to throw you a lifeline. No, I was good. I, I was, I was good. ready. I was I was not focused on that in that moment. I thought he was going to go for another ten to twenty seconds, and this is my fault. It's me. JW Weapon though, really really quality quality gun store. Um, I'm actually probably fixing to go get two more. Uh, from from Mister from Mister Woodley. Yeah, one for me and one for her. So his and hers. Oh, yeah, jigs. <laughs> Crap. always loaded hey guys do us a favor uh, i think there's going to be quite a few of you new in the chat actually there are i'm looking at it right now um so uh make sure you like subscribe uh turn on the notifications so we have cool guests uh like mr shell nut tonight um you don't miss it you get notified right. that it's That's happening right. right now um so appreciate you joining us hopefully you stay come back for more tell a friend um, we're not going to spend a, a ton of time on the recruiting stuff because we want to get like right to the interview. We know that's what you're here for. So yep. we're, we're not going to bury it too far, but there is some info. Yeah. But there has been some things that have happened here lately. Right, Joey? Uh, there, there has actually, do you want to go Florida state or do you want to go Florida first? They're kind of going to be like together, but let's go Florida state first. So I, I can't remember, like they've had four or five commitments football wise anyways, um, here lately. Uh, and then a D commitment, which we will get to. Um, that's relevant for Florida. Um, however, there's a receiver they got. They just picked up um, from, he's in the Northeast. I can't remember the name of the school, the DMV area. And now his name is skipping my skipping me a little bit. Mm -hmm. But anyway, six, four and a half, six, four and a half, uh, 210 pounds. He's like a top, I think he'll end up being, a, right now he's not ranked highly on like 247, but right. he's been getting bumped um, quite a bit. So he'll probably end up, um, if you keep looking, if you go to their commit list, I can find it. Um, but he, I think he's going to end up as like a high four star. Right. Uh, they like, they really, really like him. He performed very well this summer. Um, Elijah Moore, you're not even at it yet. It just came to me. And that his name? Yep. yep. Um, yeah. Anyways, he's he's a really good player. They got they got a tackle out of uh, Pine Forest. We actually Columbia High School actually plays Pine Forest. Uh, if we were to make it to the playoffs, we're yes. in the same division as them. He's a he's a. It's kind of a weird recruitment or a 
You good over there, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the go. top of Joey's forehead for about ten minutes here. Freaking Dude, I out. can't see. Bro, I'm blind. Out. You look like the guy at the nursing home playing like a crossword puzzle can't like this. See. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I almost thought something bad was happening. I'm like, hey, are we? Good? Do we, do we do? Something bad is happening, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Joke no, gone. No, that wasn't that though. Joke gone wrong. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, kid named Jonathan Daniels placed uh, probably like a left tackle. So here's the weird thing about him, and then we'll get to the Abrams kid, right. um, which I called by the way. Um, yes, you did. The Jonathan Daniels kid is like six three and a half, yeah. maybe six four, and I guess that's so so, so small. <laughs> oh my god, six three two eighty is huge. But he has that. So he has eighty four inch wingspan, that's seven seven feet. In case you're wondering. Woo! Yeah, that's like that's, that's NFL. Good, quick math that's, right that's there. NFL. I know it's called regurgitating information you've okay. already heard. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that's like NFL caliber length, and so I think like the key at left tackle is that uh, you have to have length it helps out a ton. Um, and so he's ranked really low in two four seven, like a three star. Yeah, and then on three, the other service had him at like a five star. They've since bumped him down a little bit. He's a very high four star now, but there's a huge like gap and discrepancy in between the ranking on both sites. He's like a composite four star, which is what you go by. But I think he's a good player. Some people love him, some people hate him. It's yeah, kind of, it's kind of weird. I'm happy. I feel like about that's normal anymore. Yeah, that's true. But this is like a huge variance. Right, it's not normally like huge variance. Like they're going to typically be close. Like two four seven has him as like a top fifty player. I'm sorry. On three has him as like a top fifty player nationally, and then um, on three or two four seven has him like top three hundred. Yeah, so he's like two fifty, two forty. Like, which one do you trust more at this point? Two four seven. Do you traditionally? Yeah, yeah on three is brand new. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they took a they've hired a lot of two four seven. Like that, they're. I think it won't be long, and they'll be very like comparable. Yeah. Right now, I think the in, the experience and is on the two four seven side. But on three is hired. The majority of their writers or uh, their employers or <laughs> they hired away from two four seven. Right. But I think right now to, an- to answer your question, even though I like Florida State and two four seven is low on the kid, um, um, I think they're more reliable. That makes sense. Um, you think it's like them like calling their shot kind of thing? Yeah, I think I think they well. So here's what's funny: clicks. Yeah, because you guys get FSU guys are going to go nuts. Yeah, they're going to share that huge, link over huge, the two four seven link when they yeah, share huge, the kid. Huge fan base. That's Mark. Uh, internet internet fan base. Um, I don't think that's why they did it. But I, I was just about to say, I don't, I don't think that's... That so, may play a role in certain aspects of it, but overall... You don't think so? Nah. I think it is a little bit. I think it's 20 to 25% wide. Interesting. If you're an FSU fan, you then lose, you're going to share about the You lose kid. credibility, though, if you do that. That's a credibility. I don't it's know, a credibility industry. Like, yeah. You have to have that. I don't know. With who? Not with FSU fans. <laughs> no, with every other fan base. There's yeah. more of them yeah. than there isn't. Right. You're wrong. Um, yeah, you're wrong. But I so but what's already happened is like regression to the mean. Like they've they've brought him, they've bumped him down a little bit, right? Like their most rankings, and then uh, I think two four seven will like increase his ranking. So like they'll come together some. But right. anyway, anyways, that was a whole lot about that one guy. But anyway, <laughs> he is a good player. I'm excited that they got him and in a premium position, offensive tackle. That helps. Yeah, that's. I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but anytime you can get help on the O line, D line. And you got depth there. You're you're going to be a successful organization, yeah. team, franchise, whatever it is. Yeah, so it's you're all be successful. It's all about the trenches, right? Like really. Yeah. Um, and he also plays real quick note, and then we'll get to Tawaski Abrams, the guy who just decommitted from Florida State and committed to Florida. Right. Um, 
he also plays D-line, so he's like he he moves well. Like he's a four nine forty guy at two hundred eighty pounds. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. He, he had long arms, so like Ooh. the projection is like, oh, okay. But I think that the reason that two four seven doesn't like him is he's like not nasty. Like he's right. not mean. Yeah, which is, that's an issue. <laughs> but um, you can get away with it a little bit at left tackle. The all pros are big and fast and nasty, but like uh, we don't really need an all pro. We just need something serviceable out there. <laughs> just be okay. Bro, yeah, four nine at two eighty. Four nine at two eighty. I wish people like so, it's somehow before. that's standard anymore. It's yeah. just crazy. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. Dude. But that's for like defensive linemen, offensive linemen. Like they're not really no, no, running no, like no, that. I agree. I agree. But yeah. but in general, like yeah, just like as like an athlete. Georgia like, had one just in the combine. Ran four four like two seventy. Like, yeah. What? Four four. Right. People don't know how fast four four is. That's what I'm saying. Like they they don't understand. People don't know how fast four nine is. No. It, that was the the edge guy. What's his name? Um, Jamonte Waller. Yeah. No. From Mississippi? No, I'm talking about that Georgia. Oh yeah, Bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bill. Yeah, yeah. That's freak, weird. Freakazoid. Freak. Freak. Um, like all right. Speaking of freak and fast, um, well, we, we won't go there yet. We got one more thing in between, right? Bradford, it's right there. For you. <laughs> it wasn't up in his defense. Brian Sports. Oh yeah, let's talk about Brian Sports since we have a Gator baseball player in the house. Let's talk about Brian Sports, one of the biggest Florida fans I know. Go see him. Mention the front porch sitting. You get ten percent off, and you get to hang out with a quality dude and support a quality store. Um, Joey, give him the number, please. Yeah, three eight six seven five five zero five seven zero is the number <laughs> to Brian Sports. Uh, like Brad said, best sporting goods store around. Um, yeah, so go see him. Go support. Uh, he, he got up. some nice Gator hats. Yeah, really nice Gator hats right here. Uh, my uncle, my uncle is a huge, huge Gator fan, and he is a huge Tyler Shelton fan. And he asked for an autograph, which the hat is autographed. You can't really see, but it is autographed. <laughs> um, so that's really awesome gesture from our interview. E soon enough, you'll get to meet him. Yeah, um, but you got the that. got the hat from Ryan Sports. My dad went in there. He's a Seminole guy. Graduated four state, so. It was a little tough on him, but he did it. I, I don't think Marty wanted you airing him out like that. He put in the comments, went to Brian's today, a great experience, such a great guy. Go to Brian's for your sporting needs. No mention of a Florida Gator hat. So you just kind of aired your, <laughs> your guy out there. I did. I did. Sorry, Dad. It's okay. We did it. It's okay. It's done. <laughs> we, just, we did what we did. We moved past that. Yeah. <laughs> Marty um, bought a Gator hat. That's what I know for sure. Yeah. We got Christy McCardle in the chat. Zach Paul Cooey. My God, my God. Everyone's in here. What Curtis Mesnard. I've seen Curtis Mesnard in here. Yep. Yep. He's yep. big, big, big anti Seminole. Yeah, huge yeah he is. <laughs> he's been honest. I, I didn't mute you, Curtis, but I almost did. I didn't. I didn't. I, I still love you, even though you hate my team so much. <laughs> I saw. I saw him. I, uh, his Facebook post, and I was like, "Dude, I just saw this on Twitter a second ago. Yeah. Like, does he? Is this his burner?" And then I looked at his Twitter, and I was like, "Nope, it was his Twitter too." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he has a burner, but <laughs> but I'm not. I won't put your at your handle out there, Curtis. I know it. Um. <laughs> you better leave my Seminoles alone. <laughs> no, he's just been jawing Florida State. I'm like, God, he ain't wrong. Um, so anyways, Twosky Abrams, and it's no spin for me. Twosky Abrams is a receiver from Dunbar, I believe. Is that Does that sound right? I believe I, so, I think yes, he's 5'10", um, 5'10", like 185. Mm -hmm. Pretty good size kid. He's fast, though. He's fast. Uh, I don't know his track times, but I know he's very fast. Um, let's see. Let's see. I don't think it'd be a fun track time. Anyways, so he was committed to Florida State. He took an uh, official visit to Florida this summer in June, right, Joey? Yes, sir. And I think he had a very good time. I think I personally kind of, I'm not, I'm not going to burn a source. I came on here a month ago, like I guess the weekend after that, mm -hmm. and I said he was 
going to decommit from Florida State and he's going yeah. to be a Gator. And you said that pretty, pretty uh, confidently, confidently, right? Confidently, yeah. I was That's told true. that. Uh, I was told that he kind of silent committed to Florida that yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously he did. He yeah. just went he went public with it in July. But I knew that. I felt I felt very confident about that that sort. Um anyways, he ends up like following through with his plan. Um I how how do you, I I told you guys a month ago, so there's no spin here for me, Mesnard. There are some Seminole fans spinning it, but I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. Um I don't really game, to be honest with you. Yeah, take it, Florida State. Yes. Is that, is that what they're saying? He's that's, not take. That's my biggest thing with, and it's not oh, that's just a Florida lie. State. It's Florida. It's every, everybody has these fans that are yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, that's cool, but he wasn't a take. For that's us. a lie. We got, we got better guys, he, and you might he, have better guys. I think we do, but he was also a take. He was absolutely a take. Yeah. So here's that's my only problem with the whole thing. I'm, I'm with everything else. Yeah, I'm very well documented on what I like in receiver. Personally, me personally, I like big, big receivers. You do. I love. So does Mike Norvell, John yeah. Wilson, Keon Coleman, Kendall Portier, Hiking Williams. They're bit on purpose, right. big. You gotta Six have foot seven. Yeah, you gotta have slot guys. <laughs> yeah, but that but that matters though. Like I, I know we we joke about it. It's a Johnny Wilson joke, but like you can't cover six seven. Cover it. He's not covered Evan. If he can catch the ball, you're not covering right. it. Right. Um. Anyways, if I, you can I catch it. If you can catch it, but I, I just I, I think I personally don't like the little small receivers. I, not all over the field. You can have them in the slot, of course. Right. But I don't. They're not as tough to cover. In my opinion, they don't have as big of a catch radius. They don't. They don't. They don't. This don't I scare think, me. Yeah, I'm with you, but I think they each each hold their own. Like it's, to me, in my opinion, this is just me. Yeah, I don't care anything about having Johnny Wilson on my roster. None, zero, because he doesn't do anything well. He's big. He had a thousand yards receiving. He's big. He had a thousand yards receiving. Anything well, Joey? A thousand yards, buddy. Do you know how many people in this world have gotten a thousand yards and not, not been uh, any good? How many not at Florida very, last year? Pearsall. Pearsall didn't get a thousand. So who? How many at Florida did that? N- none. How many opportunities did he get to have that thousand though? I don't know. He got a big quarterback with a big arm, and what he did was run around and then find anything that was open. And it happened to be Johnny Wilson a lot. And he also dropped. He should have had fifteen hundred probably. Well, yeah, probably not running there. <laughs> Will he play on Sundays? You don't think so? I don't. Does he get drafted? Probably. Yeah, he'll be drafted. Potential. Was, the draft. You draft potential, baby. Yeah. yeah. yeah what's the What's the kid that? Um, not Kevin Benjamin. There was one more that was that was big tall guy from Florida State not too long ago. Not Derek Carr. Greg Carr. <laughs> Derek. Yeah, he's the one that throws the ball. Yeah. yeah. Greg. He throws it up. Gregory okay. Carr. He's the head coach at North Marion. Is he really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Different now. He was small. He was slender. Yeah. He was a tiny guy. But he was 6'5". He was like 6'6". Six, six. Not 6'7". Six, <laughs> Johnny Wilson's yeah. 250. Anyways, that plays. He'll be a tight end. Back to Tawaski Abrams. We got on a tangent there. Um, I, I, I would love to have that conversation more, but not when we have like this type of interview we have here. I want to get to it. We're going to get to it, I promise. Um, I, I just don't, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm cool on it. Like, I'm cool on it. I think Elijah Moore, what, what I miss? Is there a no, good one in there? No, no, no. Oh. Um, Elijah Moore, like, he's solid. Like, he's really, like, really, really good. Um, Camden Fryer's a speedster, and I'm partial to him. Naturally, he he so can I. run. Like, he, he can run. He's a 4'4. So, mm-hmm. like, like a legit 4-4. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they're done at receiver. I think that kid's the third best receiver in Florida State's room this year, the recruiting class. He's a take, but he's the third best. I like Elijah Moore. I like Camden Fryer. B.J. Gibson's a two-way kid. He's an athlete. He's probably going to get drafted. He probably won't even make it Florida State. Yeah. I like again, him, too. I, I'm not saying that the kid is going to be anything special. I don't, I've, I've never seen film on him, so I, I would be lying if I told you I like him or dislike His him. His film is fun. I can't lie. Goes this way? Fast. It's fast. Right. That's 
Yeah, he's electric. Right. Not Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin is 215. <laughs> this kid's 180. <laughs> Maybe he gets to Percy Harvin. He's fast, man. He's fast. Okay. But my 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 only argument, my, not argument, my only beef with any of it is Florida State fans on Twitter talking about he's not a take. He was never a take for Florida State. That's why he decommitted. And that's not why. He well, did. they're crazy. Mike Norvell made him a person. Like he, he They wanted that, that kid. Right. I personally, not crazy about him. Right. Especially in the state of Florida. There are receivers everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Say it louder. Everywhere. They're in Columbia. I know. We got a pile of them. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm cool on it. I, I, I maybe maybe it's because I I already knew. I like I was. This is a formality for right. me. Right. Like I you think know, that's what part mean? of it, Chris. I really do. Yeah. You, I mean, like I said, you didn't say you didn't tell us anything off air. You didn't really go into it any kind anything really. Yeah. But you were very adamant about it that day that he's not he's a no. He's he, not going to be a no. So for you right now, it's it is what it is. Yeah, I've, you I, said I, all this back in the day. I don't know if it was yeah. on the podcast or yeah. afterwards. I, I maybe maybe that's it. Maybe I processed this a month ago or whatever. Yeah. Whenever I found out, I can't. Whatever. Besides I, I, the player, like yeah. the actual player, does it hurt losing a recruit? I mean, yes, but I. You understand what I'm saying? I'm jaded though because I didn't like love love his game. Sure. Like, yeah. I don't think it's I don't. Not think, your fit for him. Yeah. Like you, me. Right, that's you. me. Like they valued him, but I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I already knew that this was happening, so like I'm not hurt today. And then when right. he left, it, it okay. So it kind of reminds me of what was the DM from. Uh, um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Griffiths, yeah, Josh Griffiths, yeah. When he was like flip flopping back and forth from Florida, I like, I hope y'all get him. I don't and want. I, him. We were like, we hope y'all get him. Yeah, <laughs> and we ended up getting him. Yeah, and then he, and then he went to Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Jackson State first. I forgot about that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, it's it's like that for me. It, obviously, like it's definitely something because Mike Norvell wanted him and Billy Napier wanted him and yeah, Billy Napier landed him. That to me is, yeah. No, it's an L for Mike Norvell, but in the grand scheme of like. Am I hurt? Like, am I am I personally spending it? No, not at all. D- didn't 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 like care. Nah, I'm good. I think he start best, and then like don't let him mess around and get like Jeremiah Smith or something like that. Because then he then he then he won't come to force. Then not, there'd be another decommitment at wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I would hope so. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, but that's I mean, that's pretty much all I had on the Abrams kid. I think it's a win for Florida. I think they're still hot on the trail. Have been. Not, I think so too. They're not done. Florida fans are still upset. I just want you to know that they're mad. There's yeah. no way. They are. I swear. How? Uh, Georgia beat us out for somebody recently, and bro, they're going Georgia, to too. Huh. Georgia's an <laughs> whoever they program. want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Are, and they call them like you know, my least, too. One of my least favorite things. Oh, one more thing on Abrams kid. Like I think uh, Jake Kennedy said in the chat. They literally no. There was a Maybach. It was a Maybach. It wasn't no Benz. Jake Kennedy said Mike personally drove him around in a Benz. No, it was May- Maybach. <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse. No, Jake said um, UF fans clowned uh, this guy while he was uh, at Florida State. Like, y'all, he's a scrub, he's trash. Well, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, but now he's now he's yours, and he's good. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, it's cool. Um, kind of reminds me of uh, LSU last year. Not very good. Yeah. They'll beat him. Yeah, and they got beat. Yeah. What was I? I was. What was I going? I was going somewhere with that before. Actually, you have yeah. one more you, thing to say. Not about in my brain. That. Yeah, yeah. One more yeah. thing. To say it was not about Tawaski Abrams. It was somebody else. I thought it was him. No, I wanted to say that about that, um, but there's something else. Anyways, it's not that important. If I remember it, we'll come back to it. All good. Um, last ad read, and then we'll get we'll get Tyler in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have, go ahead, your, go ahead and read it, and then you can hop up, yes. and we'll, we'll replace you. Well, the okay. ad read is for Josh's Barbershop. Josh McCardle, right. go see that guy. Text him. He will hook you up with the finest haircut in Lake City. I personally guarantee it. I won't pay if you disagree because you're entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> but, jo- um, Joey, give him the number to Josh's, please. 
Uh, yeah, three eight six two four seven one four three zero. Text Josh. Um, he'll he'll get you on the schedule. I promise he'll he'll do us do us right by you. Um, best barber in the in the history of barbers. So yeah, make sure you go see him. Great family, great people. The haircut's great, but the atmosphere's better. Yes. Go see him. Yep, absolutely. Yep. All right. So without further ado, without further ado, we have what you came here for. Make sure you like them, subscribe. That'd be cool. Tell a friend, tell a Gator fan, tell a baseball fan in general um, that we have a like local local legend. I think that's fair. I on, think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. If not, it's not the best part is he's not just local to Lake City. Like right. it's not a local legend in Lake City anymore. Yeah. It's a local like Gator Nation legend. Yeah, like North Florida, all of North Florida. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tyler Shellnut. Tyler Shellnut in the house. <laughs> going on guys what's up man thanks hey, for, thanks for joining us yeah that, that's what i was gonna say thanks for joining us like so for me you're a uh a, a lake city middle school alum Fort white alum and then yeah. santa fe and, and uf um just talk about like each of those stops and and like how it was for you personally um going going up the ladder like that yeah well you know obviously i lived in lake city um and grew up here so mm -hmm. I went up like watching Gator games. I think like all my teammates growing up, like when we were young, like we always would go to like Gator baseball games together. And all of us were like Gator fans, even Cooey. And uh, <laughs> I had to say that. I had to say that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where it started. That's, I think all of us probably would have told you like, yeah, we want to play baseball at the University of Florida and all that stuff. So, right. <clears throat> and then grew up same guys like LCMS with uh, Trey Lee and, and, um, Cal Gillum's dad, Peanut, he mm -hmm. coached us. Oh, all Peanut. Guys. Peanut. Peanut. Yeah. I ain't seen him in a while. <laughs> I saw um, him actually not too long ago. He's uh, He hadn't changed. <laughs> I, I wouldn't believe it if you told me he did. Yeah. I wouldn't believe it. Um, so, yeah, I grew up going to DMS. Um, then I went to Fort White High School, played with Rick Julius, um, then through Santa Fe to UF. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I hear alarm going off. Is that one of our cars out there? I don't know. I don't think so. My neighbor has been going off a couple of times a, a week, so we're it's off probably hers. Yeah, um, I don't remember what was next in the in the old. Oh, I got it. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, your your senior year was a COVID year, right? Like that, I had to suck. But could you talk about how like how that went, and then like you were committed to UF, and then like the emotional roller coaster of like nothing being certain. Yeah, it was uh, it was horrible. It was like obviously for everybody, it was one of the most unexpected things that we could have thought of. Um, right. I committed to Florida in my end of my ninth grade year. I was a freshman in high school, so I was committed for like almost four years. Yeah. Um, and then literally right before we got there on campus, it was like the beginning of August. Um, because normally freshmen will get on campus in the summer, mm -hmm. but with COVID, like no freshmen showed up during the summer. You couldn't go take classes or anything. They right. said. You guys hang tight, and um, we'll have you here like August for the spring or uh, for the fall. Well, it was like we had a group chat, all the recruits did, um, and it was like one guy every few days was like, "Yeah, I mean, I just got a phone call. Like, I'm not, I'm not coming." We we're all confused. We didn't know what was going on. Like, what, what is this about? Right. Like, every single one of us were concerned because, like, there's some guys that were saying they were leaving that were like they're literally playing playing professional baseball right now. Yeah. So it didn't matter how good you were. Obviously, it was like random dudes we we're like what's what's going on so there was like a period of time where nobody had heard anything and we think all right i think we're all safe but it's literally like four or five guys at this point yeah um and then the draft happened and they called me and it was pretty much like nobody signed in the draft nobody's transferring or right leaving. and there was only like five years or five rounds that year if i remember right. yes it was like five it, it wasn't like the normal 20 or, or before that like the 40 or 50 40, it was yeah. yeah it was five yeah so 
so nobody signed. Yeah. And they were like, literally every player on our roster from last year is going to be back here uh, next year. So we we have no choice. And as much as I wanted to be like upset about it and mad at yeah. them, like, what are they supposed to do? Like, yeah. I understand. And um, they were very cool about it. Like Sully, those guys, they called me and they were like, we want to help you. Like, where do you want to go? We yeah. will make phone calls. We will try to help you because we understand like the situation we just threw you in. Like we have no control over that. And every school like SEC or ACC schools, they're all like, oh no, we're doing the same. Right. Like we're getting rid of guys. We're not bringing any guys in. So I was left with like a really tough decision. I had That's so crazy. two weeks to decide where I was going to go to college. And <laughs> hold on. <laughs> First of all, I remember these times very well. And it was like, I, I can't imagine being like a high school senior in, in, in that time. And, and especially like for somebody in your shoes where you know what you're doing and you've known what you were going to do for the last three and a half years. Like there was no thought. All you did was go out and play high school baseball and play summer baseball, travel baseball, whatever. Um, so you didn't, and you didn't have to think about anything. You were good. And then all of a sudden mm. it's like, Hey, uh, this national thing happened and there's nothing that we can do about it. And you got about two weeks to figure out where you're going to play baseball at for the next, however long you yeah. choose to go. That's nuts. Exactly. That, like that, that is insane especially to be like 17 18 years old making those decisions i mean i know you you have a good family like you come you come from that but still that's that's tough that's tough so ultimately you ended up deciding to go to santa fe Mm -hmm. Uh, tell me about your time there uh honestly i wouldn't have had it any other waves like it was awesome yeah perfect perfect fit perfect scenario it was perfect um like just all the guys over there all the coaches all my teammates i was really lucky that uh, I had three of my teammates from like travel ball and high school and stuff. They were also going there. Yeah. So I got to live with them. I got to live with some of my best friends, uh, <laughs> played at Santa Fe and it was, it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, it prepared me to play at UF. I think without that experience, I would have actually missed out on something that yeah. is valuable to me. So I wouldn't have had it any other way. And I'm thankful that I went there, yeah. even though at the time, if you would have told me, hey, you're going to go to Santa Fe, you're not going to go to Florida, I would have been like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right. Like, absolutely not. I did not want to do that. <laughs> right. um, but I, no, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. What was, this isn't on the list, so <laughs> I, I hate it. This is the second, second time I've done this to you. Like, what was the like the difference in, in like, caliber of baseball between Santa Fe and then now you're at, like, at Florida? It may not be as much as you think. That's what I, that's what I, yeah. Like, you tell me about that? Junior college baseball is like, you don't know what you're about to get. Yeah. Like Especially usually, in Florida. Yeah. Like usually like you can tell by the program, like if we go play CF or Chipola, like you know you're going to play some good dudes. Right. And then you'll have some random guy from some junior college that's unbelievable. And you're like, <laughs> where is this kid? Where did he come from? Like, but you don't know what you're going to get. You might come out and be like, these kids shouldn't be playing college baseball. They're terrible. Right. Or you might be like, why is this kid not playing pro ball? Yeah. This why is this kid 97 from the left side and dotting? That's exactly <laughs> right. And they're, they're all over the place. And there's, it's for a variety of reasons. It's like guys like me, like I had a weird situation where it happened. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go play Juco or some guys who were like at a big school. And we're just like, I'm tired of school. I want to go play pro ball. I'm going to Juco. So I don't have to do my three, four years or whatever. And I'm going to sign right away for whatever money. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, where'd this kid come from? Yeah, I, that's great. That's <laughs> what a I lot figured. of really good players. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I mean. I, we knew that. We know that. But I think a lot of people, like you said, they don't. They think like you hear JUCO, and you're like, oh, pff, bunch of mm-hmm. slappies out there. That people aren't. don't know like Chipola's for real. Oh my god. Yeah, well, I, th- yeah I think the baseball good, world good. knows that Florida JUCO is as good as it gets in at any level of baseball, yeah. as far as collegiate yeah. baseball. Right. Um, like it, it, 
it's crazy how good some JUCOs are in Florida. Yes, sir. Um, but I don't think that the world, like the just the casual fan of the Gators per se, like yeah. they're not huge college baseball fans. But when the when Florida makes a run to the to the national championship oh, yeah. game, then we're all of a sudden huge Gator fans. But they don't know that like Tyler came from Santa Fe, which is one of the better programs in the nation at this point yeah, for, absolutely. for college baseball. Like period. It I don't has care been. what level you go to. Santa Fe is at the top of that list of of premier programs and and all of college baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about Wiggs a little bit. Wiggs is an awesome dude. Yeah. I love I love Wiggs. He's like high strung as heck, man. <laughs> like he's just ultra competitive. Like we'll be in the middle of practice and he'll just pick somebody and start talking crap to him. Tell him <laughs> the reason why I play baseball so long is because of players like you. I would have <laughs> I could strike you out right now. And then he would actually get on down and pitch. And this and Wiggs is kind of old. Okay, he doesn't. <laughs> You look at him. You're we won't like, tell him you said that. What? I'll tell him right now. Call him. I don't care. It's fine with me. Uh, yeah, but no, he'll get on the mound and like get in the box. Let's go. Or if pitchers aren't throwing strikes or doing whatever, he's like, watch this. Give me the ball. And he'll go get on the mound. And he'll do it. No warm up throws. Any? Just let's go. No warm up throws. <laughs> like, and we're all like, Wiggs, you're a unicorn, bro. Like, yeah. not everybody can do that. I don't know why you think everybody Freaking else can, but competitor, competitor, yes. and that's what he wanted from his players. And I yeah. think that's one thing that prepared me to go to uf because sully's the exact same way like they yeah. want guys that compete and are like hard nose and want to win and want to be better than the guy next to them and yeah that's that's wigs to the t right yeah like like they know that that's your best friend that you're talking about but mm-hmm. you better be be prepared to beat his face in yeah exactly I'm, I'm trying not to say bad words i i, I love like, i love that i didn't know i didn't know that about i just knew he's a great coach yeah i didn't have like the i didn't i didn't know that yeah. he's like a like a same. he's a dog same he is yeah, oh I freaking love Shut that. Said he is. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm um, a big fan. So you again, you played at, at Santa Fe, which the the facilities are 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 solid. But then you go to UF. Like, can you tell me a little bit about the differences in Santa Fe's facilities and like the 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 equipment and the the stuff that you get, and then going to UF? It's, I mean, it's dramatically different. It's <laughs> dramatically different. Um, junior college baseball and and that as a whole, obviously, is going to be very very different, but. I think it gives you like a sense of gratitude when you play somewhere like that, where everything, like nothing's ideal. Nothing is what you want. You, you, you can complain all day long if you want to about the tees or the balls or the cage or the field or the this and that. And then you go to a place like UF and I'm thinking, what could you complain about? Right. This is unbelievable, <laughs> you know? And I see a lot of guys who they come to UF out of high school or, you know, from some other big school they don't see it the same way I see it because of where I had been. Right. And they may not think the same thing as me. And I try to give them that same perspective, but it's hard if you haven't been there. Right. Like, it's just dramatically different. I think the grind of JUCO, I, I think that like, like, you've said prepared you a lot. Like you've, you've said that several times, but it, it truly does. Like it prepares you mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're talking about, like you get there and, and it's, it's not, you're not in awe of everything, but you're, you appreciate it more. I think that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. You appreciate the situation. You appreciate everything that's there. Whereas guys that didn't experience the Juco life. And again, Santa Fe is an excellent place to play, mm-hmm. but there's only so much money to be, to be, to be had yeah. there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so you can't have the the greatest of facilities or the, you know, 17 different shirts and 15 different jerseys. Like <laughs> you get what you get and you're like, all right, cool. And then at yeah. Florida, like, you when you get there, it's such an appreciative feeling. I, I just based on what Brock has said and all that, because obviously he did, took the same route from Santa Fe mm-hmm. to Florida. Um, but that I mean, it's I love that dude. I absolutely love that. Yeah, 
Yeah. So did you, so I, I think I know the answer, but like you got re-recruited, right? Like mm-hmm. while you were at Santa Fe, um, like what options did you have? Like why was UF, I, mean, I know you like lifelong Gator fan, you've already said that, but like what other options did you have when it was time to make the move from Santa Fe to like the next, the next landing spot? Yeah. Hold on. Before you say that, how many years did you play at Santa Fe? Two. Two, right? And then your sophomore year was like ridiculous. Yeah. How many yeah. home runs you have? 19. Yeah. It's pretty good. What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if y'all knew that or not. Yeah. The baseball was like like a beach ball, right? Yeah. How many yeah. did you have your freshman year? Eight. I was going to say, I thought it was a, so. a, a respectable amount. Like eight's pretty good, mm-hmm. especially, yeah. you know, at Santa Fe, you're getting 19. the best of the best. Ooh, yeah. And then boy. year two, he had 19. So anyways, carry on. <laughs> what was your question? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. You started talking about home runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. No, my, <laughs> my question fault. was like the re-recruitment. Yeah. Like when, you were oh, leaving, right, okay. when you were leaving Santa Fe, like you obviously... That's why you said it. I know why. Yeah. Night, having that having that type of year at the plate and obviously in the field, we know what you do. But like, what what other options did you have um, aside from Florida? So the way it was left w- between Florida and I was like, look, we want to have you back. Right. Like, we want you here, but uh-huh. we can't guarantee you that in a year or two years we're going to be able to. But if we can, we plan to, but we can't promise you anything. Right. So that was also kind of – played a factor in my decision to go to Santa Fe because it's like not only just Florida, but in a year or two down the road, I could have the opportunity to go to another school that I'm like truly happy with because I could have gone to other Division One schools, but I wasn't like super excited about right, them. Yeah. And I'm like, I should at least be able to do that in a year or two. Um, so that was, I obviously knew that was like maybe going to be on the table. Um, after my first year, I actually thought I was going to leave. I thought I was going to be playing somewhere else. And then I kind of had like, not great end to my year and then i tore the labrum in my hip mm. uh in our last game in the stand, state championship game oh my God. and i had a surgery they told me it was gonna be like 10 months nine months or something they said the only thing that takes longer than this is acl so i was upset about that and that totally right. totally yeah. screwed it and i had i was like i have to go back to Santa Fe. i have no other choice yeah. nobody's gonna sign and of course i didn't hear back from the schools that i thought i was gonna be going to right because i had just gotten hurt you know um but I did have some other options. I thought I was going to be able to go play in the SEC after my first year. But in my second year, they actually signed me like really early in my second year. So I hadn't done anything that was like super incredible just yet. You know, yeah. obviously the number at the end says it all. But like, no, I didn't have that number to show at the time. But Florida called me and said, look, you know, we think you have a chance to play here next year. We're going to have, you know, we need an infielder. We need a guy that can swing it and we want you to come play. And with the scholarship money being there, the school being in state, um, yeah. I knew that if I went to a different school, which all the other schools I would have wanted to go to were going to be out of state. There were right. going to be other schools in the SEC or ACC out of state. Yeah. I have to pay out of state tuition. It's going to be further from home. I'm still going to have to compete for a position no matter where I go. So that's right. really not <laughs> – no matter where, yeah. they're never going to be like, oh, yeah, you're going to play. And if right. they tell you that, they're just lying to you. hundred uh, yeah. percent. So I knew that's that. fantastic and, right there. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So um, – yeah, so that was pretty much why I was like, I don't think I'm going to get a better uh, better option anywhere else. So I've still went back. Gotcha. Awesome. So program record 19 home runs, by yeah. the way. Yeah, appreciate program that. record at Santa Appreciate Fe. that, Cooey. I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. Program free. And there's been a lot of good players come through Santa Fe. A lot of good players. Dude, that's awesome. That's um, awesome. Hey, that? Jay Kennedy wants to know who's winning in the yelling match between Wiggs and Sully. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a great <laughs> question. Uh Maybe Sully, maybe. That's gonna be a close one though. Yeah. They're both 
hot-headed. I think Sully's a little younger. He might get it. He might get it. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> he might get too. He's a little bigger too. A little more intimidating. <laughs> yeah. That, that that's the truth for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I had something else I was going to ask about Santa Fe before we moved to the next thing, but I can't remember what it was. We can right? always circle back when you get it. <laughs> it's okay. That's true. Um. Where are we at? Number four. Thank. Yeah. You got it. I can't see it. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Joey. So. You had a you had a great start to the year this year. Uh, you hit like some some home runs early. You had to wait your turn to get back in the lineup full time. Then you have your thought there. I'm not <laughs> going to read that. Yeah, you yeah. had to wait wait time to get into the lineup. Uh, and then when you did get back back in the lineup, you like you like picked up seamlessly right like right where you left off. Like what was it like? Because we have a lot of like athletes, uh, young athletes that 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 like listen to the show and and. What was it like for your? I think I know the answer. Like there your you mental, like fortitude. Like how was that on you mentally? Like you were you were swinging it right. And off there, you said, you said like it's hard to get in the lineup, but it's harder to stay in the lineup. Yeah. What was it like on you mentally, knowing that you're playing playing well, to to kind of have to take a step back and then and then to get reinserted and be like ready to go? What was that like on you as a, a competitor and as an athlete? I mean, it's super hard. It's so hard and it's stressful and um, just know, like, cause you know it. Like, when you get in the lineup, you're like, if I don't perform right now, I might not be in the lineup tomorrow. Like, it's, it's stressful, but it's all about how you look at it and the mentality that you have. Like you said, I was out of the lineup there for a little while. I still didn't change anything I did off the field. Mm -hmm. I still, like, I'm the type of guy. I'm there way earlier and I have a routine that I do. I hit, I stretch, I work out. I do the things that I got to do um, way beforehand. I didn't change that. I still worked hard. I worked on all the things that I needed to work on so that I knew because that's the way that it works around there. Like you get a chance to play. It could be a pinch hit at bat. You don't know. And if you pop off right there, that could be your chance mm-hmm. and you could get to stay in the lineup. So I knew like as soon as I get a chance to be back in the lineup, I'm going to take advantage of it. And that's how everybody has to go about it. Like if you go about it any other way and you sit there and be like, oh man, I I'm, can't wait to get back in the lineup again. This sucks. Or, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna hit the portal after this. This place is terrible. I, I want to play. <laughs> Talk to me. And it's, and it's somebody else's fault. Coach won't play me. Oh, this guy God. said this or that. Like it's, you think about all that stuff, like you're not going to be successful. You won't be. Um, but if you're like ready when your name's called and then just stay ready the whole time, then, I mean, you're you're giving yourself a good chance to be successful at that point. Absolutely. Hey, we, need to, we need to clip that. Like perfection. Like, right, Where yeah. are we at in the interview? We're, Nine, we're making, 939 or like, a minute, oh an hour, God. or 39 minutes to like. No, it's minutes. like, that's the perfect answer. But like, the best part about it is that's like, that's your that's your truth. Like that is the truth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you proved like he, it. I, I was just about to say that, Chris. It's not that he's just saying it. My man lived that. Those are the right things to say. Yeah, of course. It's so, so, so easy to say that. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy to to have to do what you did. But it's just a testament to you and your upbringing, how you're how you were raised and, and what you what you battled through in JUCO and, and like how easy would it have been to fold like in his situation? COVID happens. Mm-hmm. That's something that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. It's unprecedented. Right. Nothing like that is that Ever. we have seen has ever happened, like a global pandemic in that capacity. Right. It's so easy to be like, this. What? that's not fair. Like, life's not fair. Why is this happening to me? I want to go to my dream school, not afforded that opportunity. Not, not of your own fault. Somebody has happened, something else. Adversity. Torn labor handles it. Adversity. Torn labor. Comes back and hits 19 home runs, program record. <laughs> like, I, I, wish, I wish I had two Florida hats. I'd get you to sign one. Because <laughs> I'm a fan now. But, uh, no, man, that's, that's freaking, that's like, 
literally perfection because you did what you said like you lived it like you did he did that mm-hmm. man joey don't try to read those comments i man. well tracy has one that i want to get to eventually because i there was there's a couple of things that that kind of touches with that um but but like you said dude he he lived that and then it's not just like throughout a course of over years like this is in the moment right in the biggest moment of like your your goal i assume is to play major league baseball right mm-hmm. so like you're at a a, a premier university, the University of Florida. Like I said, I think you hit like six home runs in the first three weeks, or something like that, right? It was it was five or six something. Like that. Yeah, like I feel like it was a lot. It felt like it was one every at bat for a while. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then and then for whatever reason, and I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure why, but for whatever reason, you didn't get as many at bats for a little stretch there. And then it was like like you said, you you just you persevered and you said, you know what? Instead of sulking, instead of doing the the crazy or the negative or stop working and just Going out and having you're at the University of Florida. You it's can go easy. Ahead. You could it. You could easily just go enjoy yourself and feel bad saying, for yourself. And right. be Like man, this isn't like you've been the, the best player in your team for your entire life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that people don't understand about like when you go to the University of Florida. You were the best player in your team forever. forever. It was forever. Crazy. Like we wouldn't. Like I'm. Not, I wouldn't fold. I don't think. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like, I'm just saying, like, so many people would fold in that, right? Yeah. Or like, like you said, I'm, I'm hitting the portal. Like, there's a better opportunity somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to have to compete. I don't have to wait. Right. I didn't do. I, that is freaking beautiful. I, I respect that so much. I do like, too. That I, answer is like that's one of my favorite answers I've ever heard in any of our interviews. <laughs> We've had a lot of interviews. We've but had I, a lot of good ones too. So oh, I'm not yeah. taking anything away from any of you. But that was like pure. Um, um, so you want me to do all these? No, no, I, I, I got well. So the short ones? One, no, this one. <laughs> shut up. This, <laughs> I hate you. This one's, uh, this one's not on there. So don't worry about that. So, speaking of adversity, you had a, a rough go at it in Omaha a little bit at mm-hmm. times, right? But one thing, and and Tracy kind of touched on it a little bit in the comments. He talked about how we have a sixteen week because we coach sixteen U, and you have a lot of fans around Lake City, of course, because. You're at the University of Florida. You're, you're playing at the elite of the elite level. You're from this area. Like you're going to have a lot of people look up to you. That's really cool. But one thing that that, that stuck out to me and and to, and to Tracy because we talked about it quite a bit, and it wasn't just you, but it it happened to you a couple of times where it, like uh, an about would happen and say you struck out or you had two or three in a row. Same with Jack, you had two or three in a row. They would always go to the dugout and watch you put your stuff up. And every single time, there was never anything thrown. There was never a push into the to the locker or to the to the helmet holder. You could tell that you were frustrated. And same with Jack. And I, you two just happened to to be the ones that I remember vaguely or uh, like very well. But mm-hmm. there was never like a throwing moment where you were like, "This is stupid." Like that didn't happen. Like the, just the calmness, the anger of the situation, but then the calmness of, okay, now what do I do different? To learn from it and you could mm-hmm. tell that was happening with both of you and then you know the, the hit against virginia the double to lead off the was it the eighth was that wasn't that virginia i think ninth yeah oh it's uh tcu tcu yeah yeah so the double and the ninth lead to oh, right. like you had big hits you know what i mean so like those moments didn't define anything because you still had the key moments and the key situations and i just like as a as a coach it was so refreshing to see that there was never like a screw this i'm i'm pissed moment it was like yes i'm mad but I'm not going to show my my butt and do something really stupid and then in turn either get benched or somebody else see it. And it was, like I said, it was just refreshing to see. Mm. To piggyback off that, like, is that, like, are you, were you able to handle that? Obviously, personality, like, that plays a role. But was it because, like, you trusted your training? Like, you understood, like, 
when I get the next at bat, like I'm gonna I'm gonna barrel it up. Like it, it, did that did that make the like the the bad moments easier because you knew you knew that you were gonna bounce back? Yeah, a little bit. I think it mostly like the biggest thing is it's not about you, especially once we get Dome Hall. It's oh. not about you, man. Yes, sir. If you strike out, that is not about you. Like you had a bad day or a good day. It's not about you. Yeah. It's about we're at, you know, this is crunch time. We're yeah. trying to win baseball games. Like if you screw up, it no it does not matter. Yeah. It does not matter because we have to deal with it at this point and we have to find a way to win a game despite that. Yeah. Whether or not it was in the field or in it bad or a strikeout or you're rolling a double play. Yeah. All those things. Like you come in throwing your stuff. Yeah. That affects the rest of your team and it puts you in a bad place. <laughs> yeah. Puts God, you in a bad place yeah. to be successful. Like you can't as a team, if you're sitting here watching, you know, one of your best players start throwing his stuff and everything, everybody else is going to go the same direction with you. You yeah. drag the rest of the team down with you. And when you're in Omaha and you're trying to win something yeah. that's big, like, quit worrying about yourself. It's yeah. not about you. Like, we have had people do it in the past, and it gets nipped in the bud quick. It's like, hey, man, this ain't about you. Right. This is about winning baseball games. This is not about you're a bat. It's not about you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, Can we also clip that response? Because that was he, that's why that's why he just clicked over there looking at Thank it. Thank God. Um, all right. So <laughs> overall, um, Omaha experience. Like, what was the coolest thing that that you saw there that happened like to you in in Omaha? I think one of the so obviously everybody already knows like my whole story growing up, want to be a Gator, watching them play in Omaha and that kind of stuff the thought of being able to go there was super cool. Mm -hmm. And then it's a whole different thing once you get there. Yeah. And the, like that moment when I realized it was we have like a open opening ceremony type thing. Mm -hmm. Normally it's like public. I don't really know, but it was different this year. It was only the teams and it was only like staff and like very like, I mean, you had to be somebody to get into it. Yeah. Um, And it was in this big like auditorium thing. We, our bus pulled up. We're all looking nice. We got like our khakis and they had special shoes. Like we all look good and we roll up and there was like this long red carpet and like 30 cheerleaders like looking at us as we're going through cheering for us. And they had like Florida <laughs> stuff everywhere. And like yeah. when we walked in and that part was cool. So we walked in the building and then we go into our table and it's like dark and they had like strobe lights. It's like really cool deal. Um, and then we sit down. Well, they're playing highlights up on this big giant screen. And I went to go sit down, and I looked up at the screen, and it was me. There's a video of um, – it was a home run I hit against South Carolina mm -hmm. in the Super that I pimped the crap out of. <laughs> <laughs> and it was – I looked up, and it was that play, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, it's not just the fact that I was there, but it's like I'm a part of this. Like, I'm yeah. no longer just a spectator. Like, I have a say in what happens here. Like, I'm involved in this thing. I'm not just here, like, watching it. So it was really cool. Oh, that's dope. That's – that's awesome. awesome. That's excellent. So, so like that's when it like hits you. Like yeah, I was like, wow. oh my gosh. Like not that I'm I'm here and this is cool, but it's like I'm a part of this. Yeah, like this involves me. Yeah, that that like aha moment. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's good. freaking awesome, that's man. Good. Who uh, who's the nastiest dude you saw this year? There was a lot, honestly. Um, well, I mean, this might be. Um, so we we scrimmaged. You guys may not love to hear this answer. It was Herson Waldrop. And he's that doesn't surprise no, me. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> you were probably hoping to hear somebody else, but nope. like Hurston's stuff, I mean, it's unbelievable. He's yeah. got four pitches that are all out pitches. Like some guys, like they have a good fastball, change up slider, whatever. They try to work the count and then get their way to an out pitch and try to get you out with that. Hurston throws four pitches, he'll get you out with all four that's in any count. Nuts. That's, he, why, that's why I got drafted relatively high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyler said it earlier, upside. Oh boy, he has plenty of it. Yeah. How uh how good was Ty Floyd? 
He's really good, man. Yeah. Um, his he, stuff. I was just about to say this. So I'll, I'll say a little bit and then I'll let you elaborate on it a little bit. But there's not many guys that live in the top of the zone anymore with the fastball. Like that's kind of a thing of the past. Like nobody really does that anymore. But he literally lives belt to letters up there. Well, you got two different types of dudes when it comes to fastball. Guys that are at least elite pitchers. Mm-hmm. Guys that can run or sink the ball. Mm-hmm. Or guys that have like ride on their fastball like that deceptive rise fastball right. looking, and he's got one of those fastballs. And we face a lot of dudes uh, that are that way. They tell us, hey, the metrics say that that's what his fastball looks like, judging by where he throws it and how often he gets swing and misses up in the zone and that kind of stuff. So we knew going into it, like we had to push like our sights down because if you – out of the hand, you're like, that ball's in my belt, and you start to swing. That thing's like here. Yeah. By the time it gets to your barrel and it's at like 97, you got no <laughs> shot. <laughs> like you're not hitting the ball. It's impossible. Yep. You can't do it. Um, he's just really – he was inconsistent a lot throughout the year, so you didn't really know what you were going to get from him. But like as right. far as from like his stuff, I mean, it's elite. He's as good as just about anybody. Yeah. Um, obviously, he had a really, really good fastball. And even though going into it, we knew we were like, we got to push it down. Like we're still swinging. It's well, so much. Say, it's so like you said, it's 97. Yeah. And I don't know if people know like 97, but it's that. And then you're like, that's the, yeah. that's the amount of time you have to decide if I'm swinging that. And then it's over. Um, yeah. And then it's, you know, as you know, the anything closer to your eyes, you feel better about because it's, it's closer to your eyes. You're it like, looks oh, bigger. It looks, yeah, it looks yeah. bigger. It looks better. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. oh crap. <laughs> by yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. By you. Yeah. Having, you get your hands up there. Oh, yeah. Having yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. There was a question up in the chat before we get to the next one. Brian Saunders asked, uh, it was about, I think he knows your father, your dad. Oh, really? He said, I could be wrong, but I believe that Tyler's dad has a little bit of a racing career. Did he learn anything watching his dad participate in another sport that helps you with your current um, path with baseball? Path path with baseball. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. He um he raced, like his like prime time of racing was like before I was born. It's like 80s, 90s. I was born in 2001. Uh, but once he had my brother and I, he kind of slowed down. It was more of a hobby for him. Yeah. Um, but he did a lot. He was really, really good. Like he doesn't usually say that to people and tell, like he just says, you know, I race or whatever. He's, he was unbelievable and getting to watch him (laughs) was super cool. Like, especially, you know, racing, not many people know anything about racing or got to watch it. And I did. And my dad was really good. And I got to actually watch him compete at a sport when, I mean, you can go watch your dad do whatever but like it's not a real sport and a real you know how many people get to say that yeah that's yeah. true you're 100 correct on that he like see him in the moment like the ups and downs him getting mad and throwing stuff because this or that happened him winning and doing all this different thing you know that's what he taught my brother and i like very early on he's like hey this is gonna sound like ricky bobby if you ain't first or last he's right. like you win or you're a loser. He's like, if you come in second, you're the first loser. That's all you are. You're Correct. not, you know, so like he taught us from day one, like if you're going to do something, you be all out and you be good at it. Yeah. Like don't half behind this stuff. Like if you guys want to play baseball or do whatever, he's like, I'll support anything you guys want to do, but whatever it is, be good, like work <laughs> hard. And not only did he tell us that, but then he went and did it. Right. Like every single day he would get off work and go to my grandfather's shop and work on the car. And this wasn't even when he was like really, really race. This was still like hobby stuff. Right. Like it was every other week or so on a Saturday, he'd go race here in Lake City or, you know, Inverness or wherever, South Georgia. Um, but he would actually, I had, I watched him go to the shop and work on the car right. constantly. The work that he put in, the money they spent, 
I mean, it was nonstop. Yeah. And I actually watched him do that. And he's like, oh, the car's not good enough. Car's not good enough. Car's not good enough. They come in from practice. Car's not good enough. We got to do something better. It's got to get better. Wow. And just nonstop. So like watching him do that, like kind of applies to myself. Yeah. The habits though. You learn how to work. Yeah. He no, showed seriously. you, he showed you how to work and how to win and yeah. compete. That's yeah. like that. Those are the words that keep showing up. Like prepared, yep. compete. Yep. Like, come on. And man. if you prepare and get... compete, what do you do? You win. typically win. Yeah, mm-hmm. we want winners. Yeah. And when you they're, they're at bats. That's what he went and did. Just kept doing the work. There are losers too, though. That's the you need to know that. There's winners and losers. Not everybody gets a freaking everyone gets a trophy, but you don't get the same trophy. <laughs> um all right, you want to go to the next one? Uh yeah. So was being in Omaha everything you dreamed? Especially yeah, that, especially that being with there with the Gators. Yeah, that and more. Like I said, the the biggest separator like was obviously I've seen it. But then to to be there and be yeah. involved in it, hear them call my name, right. see my name in the lineup, be able to actually yeah. participate in the game and be you know a factor is is like it's a big deal. It's right. way cooler than just watching. That's what I love about team sports. It's like you have the opportunity. Like yes, you individually get an at bat, you individually field a ball, like whatever, like or individually pitch or catch or whatever. But you get to be a part of a team and like work for a common goal as a unit. Like that, mm-hmm. to me, that's what I love about sports. Like whether it be football, baseball, basketball, whatever it right. is, racing, because they have a team as well. Like it's the same thing. Like I love being a part of a team, like just a cog in the machine. And like I'm, I'm going to do my job. Like I'm going right. to be on time. I'm going to do my job. Like if you do yours, like we're going to pull this thing in the right direction. Like that mm-hmm. had to be extremely special. And you've already alluded to that at, at Florida. At, in Omaha, the biggest stage in the College World Series, with all like that's just that's unreal. So I'm 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 happy for you that you were able to like go do that. Like that's at your school, like you right. grew that's up the, loving. That's the like, best part. That's mm-hmm. the coolest part. What uh would it have been as special? Do you think like if you went to another SEC school or ACC school or whatever? Would it have been? I mean, I know it would be like incredibly special no matter what. Yeah. But do you think because it, you were with the team that you grew up loving? Do you think that made it a little bit better? Yeah. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be cool that, with somebody else. Obviously, like like you said, it's awesome no matter what. Right. But no, doing it for Florida was obviously way cooler for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where to go next because there's some like some of these are really good, but we've talked about some of them. Yeah, that's like, I was organically. Gonna, yeah. Um did you? So produce this thing a little bit. Where where do we go from here? Yep, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, part of why I love interviews is I just get to sit here and listen. Uh, yeah, to yeah. Talk. It's, it's, oh my it, god, we've actually hit on almost all of this. That's what I'm saying. I guess. So the the second set I sent you of questions, uh-huh. um, like was it this morning? Yes, whenever it was, Tyler sent them, and I was like, oh man, these are really good. I want to ask these too, but we've we've really touched on most of these organically, which is even better. I'll, we'll we'll do this one. You're in the off season now. Um, what does that look like for you? Are you taking some time for your body to recover the, after the season? Do coaches give you some things to work on? Do you like? Do they typically want you to play summer ball somewhere? Yeah. So it's honestly it's different for everybody. Yeah. Um, kind of depending on your situation. Like if you're a freshman, it's pretty much go play summer ball. If you played all year, like K. Curl and Luke Heyman, those guys played all year. Yeah. Um, they're still playing summer ball right now. Um, but I'm I'm a little older. Um, some guys haven't had too many at bats, but. I had like 170 at Santa Fe my first year, almost 200 second year. I had like 160 or 70 at Florida. I had the at-bats. I didn't need to. I didn't need to go play summer ball. And as far as we went into the year, like summer ball was almost halfway over at that point. exactly. And there was also the draft deal like two weeks later, a week and a half later. So just that window and it being awkward of like how long would I actually play if I went? um, And if I signed or didn't sign, like – 
it was just, I'm going to go, I'm a junior. I've got however many bats under my belt. I don't need to go play summer ball. I can stay here and work out. So I stayed home. I'm here. Uh, I work out like five days a week-ish. Um, but our freshmen here, like I said, um, are incoming freshmen. So guys that you guys don't know yet, yeah. um, they're working out. I work out with them, me and actually Ty Evans, if anybody knows him. Yep. Um, he uh, he and it I have been had a working couple out of big with hits. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. A couple, couple. Yeah. He's an awesome guy, by the way, too. Yeah. He's um, but he's here. He actually hurt his shoulder a little bit, whatever. So he's just kind of rehabbing and stuff. Nothing major. Um, so he and I are working out, hitting with him, and and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I work out five days a week ish. Run. I still run, even though it's easy to just go in the weight room and like lift because oh, that's the best part. Like I have no problem going and lifting. That yeah. part's fun yeah. for me. But the running and doing all that stuff, like I still do it, even though I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> run make. One, two days a week. Um, yeah. You run it, long distance or you run sprints? No, we're mostly sprints. That's what I, that, pretty much everybody's going to sprints these days. Yeah, that's kind of the newer school mm-hmm. style. It's not like really long distance stuff. Just like trying to be as fast as I can. Yeah. Like 30, 40 yards. That's about it. Yeah. I've, uh, I've unfortunately gone to the newer school. I, we did, we did more sprints than, than poles this year. I, yeah. I love my poles, but <laughs> <laughs> I talked to, I talked to too many people. They were like, yeah, we don't really do that in college anymore. I'm like, all right, fine. We'll go to sprints, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. I got a couple of questions for you that obviously are on the list. Um, but, but before we got into that, before we get to, I have two questions, <laughs> <laughs> but, but one pertaining to what you just said, like as far as lifting and working out, did you do that in high school or is that something that you like adopted or, or, or learned to love in, in JUCO or at Florida? I definitely did lift in high school um, quite a bit. We had like weightlifting classes and stuff. I think most people do nowadays anyway, if you're an athlete. Yeah. Some coaches are like requiring guys to go lift, which is good. I think you should, especially at that point in your career, like when you're, when you're young yeah. and you're still like developing as a player and like learning yourself, like you need to lift and go get stronger. So yes, in high school, uh, we lifted. Definitely it like ran up a lot more. Yeah. So we got into college. Um, and now at this point um, – I've learned a lot more and I have a lot more knowledge about like, I don't just walk in and lift right. every day. Like there's a purpose for everything we're doing. Like it's more functional lifts. Like I don't just go load up weight on the bench and see how much I can bench every yeah. day, but you are doing things like that. We're lifting um, more functional and like, uh, you know, baseball specific movements right. that are going to help us. So. Did you find yourself being like more prepared because you because you did work out in high school. The reason I ask this question is I talked to guys, um, Trey Marshall, my, my he coaches DBs with us, and Columbia High School puts, a, especially football and baseball, puts an uh, emphasis on lifting weights like the right way and, and like the collegiate way. And he said when he when he got to Florida State, and he was so far advanced, like so many guys there, like the weight room was foreign to them. Like mm-hmm. they may be like so physically gifted, but as far as like knowing how to work out and what to do, and, and the proper movements and the proper technique, he was just so far ahead of everyone. Did you experience any of that? Uh, with You don't say their names, of course, but with some of your teammates? I think I did a little bit. Like at Santa Fe, like <laughs> there were definitely dudes who walked in and were kind of like, what is it? like?" And, and we're learning how to lift. Like it wasn't just, you know, we need to get you stronger. It's like we actually have to teach you how to lift. Right. And yes. I did not need to be taught how to lift. I knew how to lift, like correct form, all those different things that like – 
actually matter. Yes. Not just doing the lift, but doing it the right way. Once you don't get hurt too, just so you get stronger and it's not useless. Yeah. In the muscle group that you're trying to use. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah, definitely, definitely did. So then you get a, so how that work? I'm, I say this because there's like, I'm going somewhere with that. It's like, <laughs> you got a jump start because like not, you didn't have to learn the technique part. You were able to start building and excelling and getting stronger while others may be still trying to work on the technique to get stronger they can yes. do it properly i got you yeah my my third question because now i have three was <laughs> sorry joey you're uh, fine like baseball like, environments um because these people are eating this up by the way they you're doing an excellent job so <laughs> if you guys have any questions that you want to answer like we'll, we'll christy we'll get to some of those um environments like obviously florida is is florida home is home like as as a as a as a coach i personally like to go on the road I like going to somebody else's building and, and beating them in front of their people. Like I, I find joy in that. What was, <laughs> I know that's probably one answer. Um, what was your favorite like road trip or, or at home or away environment that, that you were like, wow, this is like, this is really cool or, or whatever it was. Like, what was that for you? Horribly enough, Omaha, yeah. whenever we played LSU. Yeah. Like there was, I think that like makes sense. 30,000 fans there. That is nuts. Probably 28 of them were LSU people. Yeah. So it was, it would be a single up the middle in the first inning. Oh my <laughs> God, the place would blow up. I can't even hear myself. I'm like, holy crap. Like if I, I'm screaming because we're like communicating about the sun. And I'm like, because the sun in Omaha was horrible. Like, especially right. for the left fielder because it yep. set like right over top where the batter was. So like, it was maybe the fifth inning or yeah. so once it would finally duck underneath the stadium and I could see again, but I'm screaming to Wyatt Langford and to Josh, like whether or not I can see and if I need help and stuff, they can't hear what I'm saying. Whoa. I'm like jumping up and down, dude. I'm looking like a goofball. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get his attention just so I could tell him, hey man, I can't see. Like right. that's it. And it was unbelievable. But other than Omaha, um, we mm, maybe like – Texas A&M. Texas A&M was really cool. They have a really, uh, really tough fan base. They do this thing um, for pitcher walks a yeah. guy on four pitches. They do like the ball, ball six. Four. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, they're on top of that stuff. Wow. Um, and it was like, obviously I knew that they did it, but then once they actually did it, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like I would not want to pitch right now. This yeah. is horrible. Um, <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> they were, they were a very rowdy fan base. Um we played Ole Miss in Tennessee, and they're really known for that too. But yeah. Ole Miss, we like our game got canceled on Friday night because it was like a tornado came through, like it actually killed some people. Oh wow! Um, kind of through Oxford, it was bad. It was like the weather was horrible, so yeah. they canceled the Friday night game. So we played a doubleheader on Saturday. Um, so there obviously wasn't as many fans, and then and, yeah, the tragedy and all that. Yeah, it, yeah, so I mean, there was it was still a lot of people there, right. but and we obviously beat the heck out of them. Yeah. So they were leaving by like the sixth inning every game. And I, as much as I hate to say this, I kind of wanted them to hit a home run at some point because they do like the beer shower thing all the way out in right field. It's like literally from right field to the center field wall. It's like a really really thick crowd. It's like. 15 rows all the way around. It's like probably just 2,000, 3,000 people there alone. Right. And somebody hits a homer and they're just throwing beer. I'm like, beer's got to be free here. Right. <laughs> the way they charge that stuff in Florida, there's no way I'm throwing a beer in the air. <laughs> right. I spent 20, 20 bucks for it. So I don't know. Beer's got to be free, or free out in Ole Miss. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to see a beer shower. So yeah. Bad. Yeah. I wanted to, but we we didn't get to see any. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, your turn now. Sorry, I oh. just I hog I hog three there. Sorry. Thanks. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Cam's right here real quick. Um, he said, what was it like playing against? And being teammates Thanks. with the now Texas Ranger, Wyatt Langford. Wyatt's an awesome dude, man. I think <laughs> and anybody that knows him is going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, I knew him in high school. Yeah. We actually got recruited out of the same like little uh, camps at uh, UF and stuff. He hasn't changed from the time I met him then to right now. He hasn't changed one bit. He's the same kid. He's always worked really, really hard. He's always been really competitive. We were at a camp competing with each other like – where we were doing some hit game or something, and he and I were talking crap to each other, trying to outdo each other in the game. Like that's how he's been then, and that's exactly how he is right now. Yeah. He has not changed at all. He's always worked really hard. He's gotten a lot better, obviously. Um, but no, he's like as far as character goes, he's about as good as they come. Like he just puts his head down and he works hard. Like all the noise and all that stuff. Obviously, I man, he was a potential first overall, overall pick. pick. Yeah, like everywhere he goes, and it was bad for everybody, but especially like him and Jack. Everywhere we went, there's a camera in their face. Yeah. Somebody's shoving a microphone up to them, asking them questions, all this stuff. It's really easy to, one, get full of yourself. Right. That's really easy to do. Yeah. Or just get caught up in the moment about all that kind of stuff and why it's kind of just like, ah, this is what it is, man. Like, whatever. Yeah, I'll answer the questions. Like, on to his work, keeps continuing to do his stuff, and he hasn't changed at all. He still plays the same way despite all that stuff. So, yeah, why it was awesome. That's There's awesome. a reason why this team ended up in Omaha. A hundred percent. Like he pinned some home runs too, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah he did. That's um, that's funny. That was the question I was going to ask about Wyatt, but it got to a, before before we were talking. Which yeah, I'm a big fan of. Um, Tyler wants to know this. Tyler, not you. We watched the UF baseball team through the lenses of the media. What's something that you think went unnoticed about this team? It's stuff like like we just talked about with Wyatt, and kind of just how well-knit that group was and then like the fact that we were all bought into each other mm -hmm. not ourselves because we obviously we had so many really good players right but good players don't always win you games you can have like we played teams and, and one of them was like maybe uh auburn i think i want to say like at the time they were like one in six in the league or something or one in five in the league and i'm looking at the stats getting put up on the board. Everybody's hitting 360. Yeah. <laughs> and we went over scouting port for all the pitchers. They're so like, every guy of the pin through 98. And I'm going, these guys lose? Yeah. How do they lose? This is unbelievable. <laughs> what is going on? But, you know, and I'm not saying that maybe they're bad or anything, no. but like, obviously you have good players right. if they're doing things like that. We had really good players, but everybody was bought into like each other and we weren't like, you know, a guy like Wyatt was like, oh, I'm going to be number one pick or whatever, all this stuff. Like, everybody was kind of bought into each other and like we wanted to win like that was the goal from day one like guys we're going all the way we're going to win this whole thing we're gonna do whatever we got to do but like we can't do that as individuals like Wyatt can't do it Jack can't do it Sproke can't do it like we like as a team have to be bought into each other and nobody played for themselves their own like stat line we were playing to win so yeah. I think that was the difference that's huge People don't understand that about baseball, I don't think. That's yeah. one of the unique things about the sport. Yeah. Is it's not all about the Jimmies and Joes. Like, no, like, no. Basketball, I kind of feel it's like that. Like if you've got four or five really, really good players, you're going to do well. Right. Right? And you but can baseball, do it individually. Yeah. So much happens in the locker room and like guys' relationships with each other because you do. You want to go up there and have a good at bat for your teammates. Yeah, I'm trying to get the it's first not, base. It's not I'm about to get you. The first base. Yeah. Yes. So you know, can, it's about leaning into a pitch maybe a little bit to get on base. Yeah. You need to get a rally going. It's I unique about baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Christy McCardle, she's awesome. Her husband is a sponsor of our show. Really, really good. Really good. Model, she also, yeah, she also said free haircut on the house. If if you, uh, oh, I need one. Yeah, so oh, dude, I'll, go, get, go, I'll get I'll get with you afterwards. And uh, yeah, Josh said he'll hook you up. 
Just Sweet. so you know. Yeah, he's he, it's good. Too. It's good. <laughs> Sweet. Um, all right. So she she did ask. She said, "Who was most? Who were you most excited about? Um, like playing with, like like someone that came in with you, like recruiting class wise, like mm-hmm. that you knew about maybe, or or maybe even someone that was already at Florida that you were like, man, that dude's a, a stud. Like I can't wait to go like play with that guy. Was did you have anyone like that or? Um. Even though we've been talking about him this whole time, yeah, it'd be Wyatt, like, cause I yeah. knew him, like yeah, I right. knew Wyatt before yeah. Wyatt was Wyatt. I knew him when he played at Trenton. He was hitting homers off my teammates, not me, by the way. <laughs> Wyatt never hit a homer off me. <laughs> we'll say that much. Um, but no, he was always like really good and everything. And um, playing against him, like I knew him, and then obviously he had that really really good year um, before I was even there, and he became kind of who he is right now. Um, and then getting to like go in and like almost re meet him in a way, yeah. if you, if that makes sense. Like, and it's like, oh no, same dude. Yeah. Same dude. He's yeah. like, what's up, man? Like, same guy. Hadn't changed one bit. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. this is awesome. That's cool. Uh, there was a couple of players in specific that people wanted to know about. Uh, BT. What was it like playing with BT? <laughs> BT's my roommate, actually. Yeah. I live with BT. Um, I, I can't say enough about BT. Like, he's an awesome guy. Yeah. Um, like I said, he lived with me. He just proposed to his girlfriend, like, Couple weeks ago, hey, congrats, he's BT. Married. congrats, BT. Yeah, That's and awesome. uh, he, I'm gonna be a groomsman in his wedding. There we go. Um, nice. But he's kind of the same way. Like he was really good, but I think it also came from like he didn't necessarily really want to play professional baseball. Yeah, he was one of the biggest facilitators in just how our team was because. He just wanted to win. Right. He said it himself. Like, I'll sit on the bench and let Luke Heyman catch. I don't care. If we win, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter to me. And, like, all of his big hits, he did that because he wants to win. Like, he was competitive. So many times. I had, like, in my phone saved to my clipboard that I could copy-paste, BT exclusively hits homers. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of that stretch there. All he did was hit homers. Yeah. It was like six in a row or something like that. It yeah. was crazy. He's a he's a funny dude too. He's got a great personality. Um he's very laid back. Well, not on the baseball field. Yeah. Not laid back on the baseball field. Yeah. Um, but for everybody at home, he's not the same way at home. Yeah. He's not the same way at home. <laughs> at home, he's like, Hey man, let's watch a movie. Let's like hang out or whatever. Get a get a drink. Let's go. Yeah. Like I mean, he's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah. I think it I think it's cool that people know that like what they're destined to do almost like yeah. he he knew that he did not want to play professional baseball. He's mm-hmm. like, ah, it's not really, it's, it's one, it's extremely challenging to make it the time and the energy it takes. And then the likelihood mm-hmm. of me making it there. And I don't know if this is exactly his thought process, but just in general senses. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go earn a living, propose to my girlfriend, make her my wife. Let's like, go. I just think it's cool that, that you know all that. And you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm here playing college baseball. Like, like I said, one of the best universities in the entire nation. Yeah. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna enjoy it and we're gonna win. A I man, win. that's wow. a man. That's right. Boys can't do that. Yeah. Men can handle like handle it and accept it and and then excel in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's fire. Best way to describe him actually is he is like a 48 year old man in a 23 year old body. <laughs> there you go. I'm not kidding. That's exactly like he's the most mature person i've ever met in my life like if he sat down right here you guys be like he's more mature than us like, <laughs> like it's unbelievable yeah it doesn't take much but yeah yeah, well, yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good point good point, point remain <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but he's uh that's the best way to describe him he's good dude. you want to end on tracy's um we will yes i'm just saying though um, i right. i just want tracy that we see it we'll get right. to it we'll, we'll yeah, finish with that we'll definitely finish because we, we typically ask that question anyways there was one. Oh, there was one that was kind of sad, actually. What was the final? Like, what was your, what was y'all's, you and your team's feeling in that final game? Like, in that, as the final game ended, 
obviously wasn't what you wanted, but to be in that on that stage and to go three games with one of the better teams in the history of college baseball along with you guys, I, I think both teams mm-hmm. were, were really, really freaking good, obviously. But uh, what was the feeling like for you, like personally, and then like the mood in the in the dugout and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's horrible going through that kind of stuff, especially like the way that that game went yeah. in the last game. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're kind of in disbelief. Like, there's no way this is this is happening right now. There's like, there's what are you gonna do? It's the fifth inning. We're down by 14 runs. Like, right. obviously, I'm not gonna change anything about my bat. I'm taking right. my bats the exact same way. Right. I'm going to catch every fly ball hit out there. But as one guy, like, I can't make up no. 14 runs with one swing. Like, what right. are we? So, I mean, we felt defeated from the yeah. sixth inning. I mean, like I said, and everybody on the team is the same way. that We didn't change the way that we play. It just, I mean, it's, it's tough. Game. It's tough. There's, there's days where you just you just feel early on where you know things aren't going to go your way. Like, mm-hmm. there's they're going to be 53 hoppers to the infield. There's going to be a, a yeah. bloop single here, a bloop single there. And they're going to be in key moments. And like you just had that feeling early that like this just isn't my day, and I felt like I feel like like in the probably the fifth or the sixth, y'all were like, "This sucks." But what I mean, what choice do we have? Like today just isn't the day that our the ball the baseball falls for us. It is the day that it falls for them. It's not the day it falls. That's for us. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. that. I, like as a as a somebody outsider watching, and I was like, man, it, it, you just couldn't. You know, like you know, like you know, like like you said, fourteen runs, like. It's that's not insurmountable. Like, can it happen? Of course, but like, of course. The, like you, it's like you feel it like closing in on you with like every right. single out. Yeah, that's a really tough place. That's that's hard. I, I can ima- I can't imagine that that's like on that stage and yeah. that level. Like, I've never experienced it at that level. But my gosh, that's gonna be and it's like brutal. coming from the game before where you're at like the most the emotional high, high yeah. that you could possibly experience being yeah. in by twenty. Basically, I forget what it was. I think it was, maybe it was twenty one. It was called football. Twenty four to twenty four to four. Or four. Yeah, it, it was, was absurd. <laughs> so you know you have it. You know the team has it. Yeah. Like Joey said, it's just that's the way baseball is. It's man. Freaking baseball, it man. Is. Yeah. And ironically enough, it was before our third game. There was somebody, some ESPN guy, was in the dugout. He was talking to like me and Josh. He's like, "Oh, I'm kind of surprised you guys, you know, like ran up the score and stuff on him." And I looked at him. I'm like. Dude, it's a national championship. <laughs> it's LSU. Have you seen that team play before? Right. Like, I'm not comfortable with a 15 run lead. I don't know about you, yeah. but we're gonna score as many runs as we can. It's literally the national championship. I'm not gonna give that game any chance. You don't get to save them and carry them over. No, they're no. like, oh, we thought you know, you put your second string guys in, like get some non-starters in there. Like, no, 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 this is the <laughs> national championship. Yeah, this is not a mid. You're not a competitor, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I think he was probably LSU fan, is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. But you're probably right. You know, seem to, seem to be a common theme in ESPN. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I even told him, like, you know, it's horrible. I said, um. Honestly, if it was going the other way, I wouldn't. Ex- I would expect them to do the same thing. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, like right. an hour later, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. But, it was that day? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, Beth wants to know: Will you be at the Gator Camp this weekend? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten a text about that one. I probably will though. We'll see. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, anything else that you got, Chris? No, man. Other, Other than Tracy's, obviously. Yeah, we're Tracy's, get Tracy's like. Exceptional. I mean, we're we'll we'll finish in a minute, but this has been exceptional. I, yeah. I, my phone has literally been blowing up, <laughs> like how how like great it you are. My, mine has too, but I can't see it, so I'll, I'll text back <laughs> later. <laughs> I have to get it right here, when, dude. This guy, you know, they sell like like. Let's finish the interview. We'll tell we'll have this because okay. I'm I'm going to talk trash to you off air. That's fine. 
That's right. we can do. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get him out of here so he doesn't have to hang out any longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you gonna read Tracy's? You, you don't want to read it? I can't see it. Yeah, I, I, think really close. I, think, I think it'd be really cute if you like leaned over so we could. That's read what it. I've been doing. I know it has. Shut up. All right. So Tracy asked a question we typically ask. Um, we have like a lot of young listeners. We have coaches that listen as well. Um, but like, what type of message would you give the local baseball players or any baseball players in our area um, or athlete? Really, I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust it to uh, athlete to help them be successful moving forward um, in their sport. Well, I mean, is like cliches is going to sound like if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Like I've proven that like I, there's nothing special about me. I'm just like everybody else. When I grew up, I was a decent at a couple of different things, but I knew from the time I was really young that that's what I wanted to do. Right. I wanted to play baseball. Um, if they're passionate about baseball, if they're passionate about like, this is what I want to do, then it has to be like, you have to value it that way and treat it that way every single day, like work hard every single day. And you know, it can happen. Like I'm, I'm a believer in that because it happened for me. Uh, even though, despite all the things that you know went didn't go my way prior to that, like I always just had my mindset like this is exactly what I'm going to do, and that that's how I went about my day every single day. Like I knew that's what I was working for. Um, so, man, just believe in yourself. Like bet on yourself. Say if there's anybody that can do it, I can do it. And I mean, that's honestly that's the biggest thing. If you don't truly believe that you can do it, you won't. Yeah. Even if you have to lie to yourself. Yeah. Like there's times like when we go do things and it's like, okay, I probably am not going to be like you lie to yourself. Like until you believe it, at some point you will believe it. Lie to yourself. Say, you know what? No, I can do this and I'm better and I'm capable of it. And just lie to yourself. And eventually you'll believe it. And then you will prove yourself right. Right. And you will be. Yeah. And, and that's a promise. Like I've, I'm believing that I've done that. Yeah. Take it till you make it, baby. Yeah. That's like, seriously. Yeah. I mean, really though. Oh, you're 0 for four, four strikeouts and game comes like, I don't have to say I'm better than you and I'm going to hit a homer right here. Yeah. It's hard to believe when you struck out four times, but I do it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, so JT Clark always tells a story about the best game and the worst game he's ever played. And he's like, it was the same game. He said, (laughs) same, exactly what you said. He said, I was over four, four K's and I hit a walk off home run in my fifth at bat. He's like, it was the the most exciting moment of my life, but also the worst game of my career Yeah, up until that. So Mm -hmm. like if you don't have belief in yourself, I tell guys, this is, this is a, a, Quote that I say all the time, if you don't have belief in yourself, who the hell is going to have belief in you? Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't believe in you, who can believe in you? Bro? Well, I like, can't follow you. If you don't believe in you, I can't follow you. Right. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So you got to believe in you so everybody else can believe in you yeah. as well. I love that. And like, I think I'm going to, that quote I was telling you about while you were cooking this weekend, I'm going to, I'm going to do it right now. Perfect. So there is like a, a quote, like the difference between like buffaloes and cows, right? So the difference is this, like during a storm, um, there's the same, it's the same storm. Buffaloes will sprint or they'll run to the storm like that. The storm is, represents adversity. They'll run to it. They'll face it. They'll deal with it. Then on the other side of the storm, there's like grass and it's rain. There's water. It, it, it's, it's nice. It's sun. You're out of the storm where cows are the opposite. Cows run away from the storm to try to get away from it. So that adversity, they never face it. They don't deal with it. And what happens is they get tired. They get worn down. The storm's still coming. They're staying <laughs> in the storm for longer. They're getting rained on. They're, all, these damn, all these terrible things happen to them. Whereas if you just, like what you said, like the adversity, instead of like you just kept showing up to work, you just kept doing your job, you kept doing what you do, what you believed in, face the adversity he got through the adversity and then he has everything and he's not done like you're no, not, he's done. not done like, everything to show for it everything moving forward like it's easy it's easy that's what i was saying earlier what i was getting at earlier was it's so easy to fold or 
to to do something different or or to panic or to feel sorry for yourself in like those tough times when like just you just have to persevere you just have to keep your head down and keep moving forward do what you do believe in yourself like and then you get on the other side and everything is okay yeah yeah i love it dude that's so good then you probably should clip that too um Tyler, man, we appreciate you. A, a lot of a lot of fans in the chat tonight. You, you've made a you've made a lot of a lot of new fans. I promise. Made one of me and my dad. My dad texted me and said, "I'm a Seminole fan, but I'm a Tyler Sheldon fan." So, <laughs> so like, um, awesome. Yeah, but yeah, we we really appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, anytime you want to come on, you just let us know. After that interview, we yeah. can, we you can you can be here as much <laughs> and as often as you want to. Uh, but we we'd really do appreciate you coming on and and just sharing your experiences with us. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's going to be it for tonight, Sitters. This has been Tyler Roth along with Chris Martinez and Joey Edge. Special guest, Tyler Shellnut. Bradford was here for a little bit. He already jetted out. (laughs) So we are Front Porch Sitting. See you next week, Sitters.